Hello and welcome to ASMR Tirar de Huello. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. We appreciate the support of all of our followers. If you would like to support this podcast directly, please look for our PayPal link in the episode description. Hello. Looks like you made it. And you're back for another adventure. Last time, we went on a little fact-finding mission. And wouldn't you know, we almost got caught. That's right. We really risked getting caught while we were trying to investigate an unknown mystery. That guy, that unknown threat right outside the door, right on top of us. And we barely escaped in our car and got away. I mean, it's exciting now, but at the time, it was actually very scary. And now, I sit here with a telephoto lens on my camera, tripoded, looking out a window across the street at an apartment building, much like the one we're in. We were very lucky to find this apartment available, especially this time of year. The weather's not conducive to spying, but that's okay. Still, we have the most boring of jobs. Surveillance. (laughs) You put on weight when you do surveillance because there's literally nothing to do except eat and stare and pay attention and watch and watch and watch and When you're on surveillance, I got the biggest secret of all. If you're watching and you're on surveillance, nothing happens. Nothing ever happens. Because you're always waiting for something to happen. And until it does happen, (laughs) it's an eternal 
abyss of boredom beyond compare. And no one will understand how boring it is unless they experience it for themselves. The trains, they come and go. And the carry-out delivery boys come and go. If you ever want to know if you're being surveilled, just go down to Starbucks or the local pizzeria and see who's getting all the orders sent to their apartment or their house or the car that just keeps coming back. And you'll figure out who's surveilling you very quickly. Because a man gotta eat, don't they? (laughs) That's probably the only good thing about surveillance is the fact that, well, while we're standing here looking at a window, the coffee's free and it tastes good. The drinks are available, all the water you want. Nice bottled, cool, chilled water out of the fridge. Nothing warm or lukewarm and you even get to drink from a glass if you And the food's decent. You definitely get your uh, fair share of Chinese carry-out and Domino's pizza. Mmm, yay, we're getting more points. We can get free breadsticks next time. Mmm, earn those points. You know, right around the time you're about to get a free pizza is when you realize your life has literally no meaning. (laughs) You've wasted your life away staring at a window trying to catch the bad guys. But I digress. What really brought us here was the fact that something is happening right now. Across the street, right before our very eyes, and then you can't get too trigger happy with that camera. It's not a matter of how many pictures; it's a matter of timing. You can just turn it on and film. Yeah, we have a video camera for that. But to get that perfect camera shot, that focused. Perfect shot. Now that's an art form. Sure, we can take a still shot from the camera, but usually there's just a tiny bit of blur or not as many details. The camera's a wider angle, a smaller shot. No, 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 with this telephoto lens. You get right in there. Sure. We can monitor it, and we can look with our own eyes, but the camera, ah, there's nothing better than that camera nailing the shot, the perfect shot, perfect photo, that damning bit of evidence that only a camera 
fucking capture on film. It just sells it to a jury, to a judge. Mm, you end up getting that search warrant immediately. And the grand jury understands from the photos. Well, the photo, it's in a photo. Well, it must be true, there it is. And the indictment comes, and then here we go to trial. It's pretty simple, but the work, that's tedious. Getting there, I guess, we should say. The reward is worth it, but the journey is long. There is something happening. I can't tell if it's the main cast of characters or just the peripheral ones, the ones that we are interested in but not willing to prosecute at this time. (laughs) I guess prosecute and persecute are very close when it comes to this guy. I guess the bad guy would consider that he's been persecuted from all the surveillance tailing him every time he leaves his home watching every move he makes gleaning over his bank records telephone calls looking for that little golden nugget of information that keys us into his operation and takes apart his empire from the top down. But to get there, we have to get that photo, that perfect click of the camera. That moment in time where our timing, our eyes, our hands are in perfect sync. It's truly artistic. A moment of true beauty to click that camera and catch the handover of the money or the act of subterfuge caught on camera. Just that moment in time, that one second, the one mistake that our adversary didn't anticipate they didn't see it coming you made just one mistake you know it's funny I tell people this all the time criminals the criminal element is not always stupid there are some stupid criminals out there and there are some stupid law enforcement out there It's just human nature. You have your smart people and you have your middle-of-the-road people and you have your dumb people, for lack of a better term. What do you call the police officer who graduates last in his class at the academy? You call him a police officer. And the same thing goes for the criminal element. You have your masterminds, your super uh, geniuses, your 
elite serial killers, your psychopaths that are unstoppable, that the police chase for weeks, months, years, can never put a tag on them. They're just always one, two, three, four steps ahead of the police and always getting away, always covering their tracks. But I always tell people the same thing. There is a reason they fail. No matter how great a mastermind, Moriarty criminal you are, trying to stump Sherlock Holmes, in reality, they always, always, always lose. And you might say, well, where's your proof of that? Well, I want to explain why, and then you'll understand. You see, you're Professor Moriarty, or you're some crazed, you know, serial killer, psychopath, and you have this perfect criminal mind that always is a step or two or three ahead of law enforcement. But you're just one person. No matter how many people you have helping you, it's all up to you and you have to be perfect all the time you can't make any mistakes one single mistake will put you behind bars that's right and believe me criminals do make mistakes they make mistakes all the time the trick is they learn to cover up their tracks, cover up their mistakes, mislead the police and the authorities. You know, they know, they know something that you and I, the common person just living a normal life, don't know. Criminals make mistakes all the time. We all do. The police make mistakes all the time. No one is perfect. You cannot be perfect. And there is no such thing. Absolutely no such thing as a perfect crime. It just doesn't exist. doesn't happen. Every time a criminal thinks he pulled off the perfect bank heist, the perfect murder, the perfect kidnapping he reviews the tape he reviews what he's done and realizes how many over and over again how many mistakes they made how many missteps they made how in the world did these cops not catch me I made enough mistakes to write a book for them they could have just flipped the pages to the end and caught me. And it's amazing. The art of hindsight. That's where Moriarty. That's where the serial killer. That's where the, the career criminal excels. They know they're going to screw up. Now, how do we fix it? How do we improve our game? How do we mix up our 
modus operandus. How do we avoid getting stagnant, getting lazy? Have you ever heard a criminal say, you know, we're getting lazy? Everything was going great until I got lazy. I got lazy. And that's so much to it. And that's where they always fail. Not because they're lazy. No, 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 no. That's part of it. But that's not why criminals get caught. It's not because they're lazy or they get lazy or they get bored or they get sloppy. Now, you always hear that. The police will say he got lazy, he made a mistake, or he got sloppy, he made a mistake. We got lucky, he made a mistake. But none of that's actually true. What actually happens is the fa- this, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to explain it to you. You see, there's one mastermind, and he's out there running loose, running amok causing crimes, robbing banks, stealing money, becoming this superstar. But he's just one guy, one person. Law enforcement, on the other hand, you're not fighting one detective. You're not even fighting a group of detectives like, you know, Sherlock Holmes and Watson. No, no. And then, you know, a couple cops from the London police department from Scotland Yard that are helping Sherlock. No. You're taking on all of law enforcement when you become an active criminal. You see it in a silly little traffic stop that gets out of hand. You're one-on-one with a cop. See, everybody thinks they're one-on-one with the police, but then they call. And another police comes as backup. Maybe two, maybe three. Then a sergeant shows up. And then there's a call because things got out of hand and got physical. And every cop in the area comes in. Next thing you know, there's 12 cops. 13, 15, 17. You're going to jail. You're not walking away from this. They will figure it out. They will put a stop to it. They will restore order. You're always outnumbered by the authorities. Now, this doesn't mean we live in a police state. It means that the police use their numbers. They use the power of their numbers to quell a problem before somebody gets hurt. Or things get out of hand. And the same thing with the mastermind. You're one Super genius. Your IQ is off the charts. And nobody can figure out how you're doing it, when you're doing it, when you're going to strike next. You are a god on earth. You truly are a genius. The epitome, the pinnacle of human ingenuity and intelligence. The problem is, There's about 40 or 50 police officers and law enforcement trying to figure you out at any given moment in time. There's an officer saying, I don't understand this, and he's showing it to his boss. 
and his boss is showing it to another boss. And they have morning briefings where they go over all the evidence. And all the police, even the ones that don't have anything to do with it, are shown a oversight of the a overview of the case. You know, because maybe somebody will notice something. Hey, oh, you know, did you guys think about this? Did you guys check that? You're not one-on-one, two-on-one, ten-on-one. No, no, no. It becomes 12, 15, 30, 40. And then they get the federal government involved. They get the FBI. They get the power of the United States government. The most powerful nation on earth behind it research and their investigation and here you are you're just some guy hoping you don't get caught and the other problem is you don't know if they're sitting in a room across the street just watching not doing anything just watching you don't know that because we don't make it a habit of telling you when we're doing surveillance. Now do we? And you gotta wonder every time you pass a police officer at a Dunkin' Donuts and say good morning and hold the door for him. Are they there just getting a cup of coffee? Or did you two just kind of cross each other's path on the way to their post on their surveillance. Hey, you know, I just walked by the guy we're, we're, we're surveilling. And you don't know. And it's that unknown. Are they still looking? Did I mislead them enough? Or is this casual little traffic stop? Is this them seeing what I'm all about? Letting a cop look inside my car are they looking for something are they making sure of something before they enact their warrant or is this just another stupid traffic stop you don't know and here you have an officer of the law a guy just trying to make a living pay his bills support his family and he likes to go home and watch cop dramas on TV and laugh at all the inconsistencies and mistakes they make. And he's bored out of his mind. But he's determined. And it doesn't really matter if he's determined. There's 40 guys behind him just waiting for a chance to a crack at busting this case and getting their name in the byline in a newspaper court report so they can get themselves a little gold star beside their name and it goes on and on and on and they don't stop even cold cases get cracked open new evidence new technology forensic science everything works against you when you're a mastermind and you're going to get caught you're eventually going to get caught. They always do. Even the ones they say got away with it. Somewhere in a dusty file cabinet, 
in some police station, some archive of the FBI. They know exactly who you were, what you did, and how you got away with it. But there's usually a reason they don't bring you to justice. You died before they could bring you to the courts, and it wouldn't suit them to admit you got away with it. Or, there's extenuating circumstances, and it would hurt someone to bring you to justice. There are such things as victimless crimes, and bringing somebody to justice after the fact, after years and years of time gone by, that it would actually hurt certain people more than just leaving sleeping dogs lie. Once again, if the person's dead, why drag it out in the mud? Why waste the taxpayer's money on something that is not going to really accomplish anything except harming a lot of innocent people? And I give law enforcement credit for that. And I hope I'm close. Come on. Come up to the window. You always do this. Let me get my photo. Let me have that one mistake. You know. You know. And I know. You're more than capable of it. <laughs> I really enjoyed talking to you today. Until I see all of you again, keep the mystery alive. We'll get to the solution. The mystery is building. Until I see you again, please have a most blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello. Please take a moment to share this podcast with someone who might enjoy it, and to rate or review it on your podcast player of choice. Those small things only take a few minutes, and they really do help our podcast grow. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash We have also started uploading earlier podcast episodes to YouTube. Another one goes up every Thursday night at youtube.com slash Links to connect with us on social media and to take a look at our merchandise can be found in the show notes. The theme song, Atlantis, is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tiradohueo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels and his entire staff, thank you.